So what are you caught up to? Um, I've listened to most everything. I haven't listened through most everything. Uh, the only things I haven't really listened through is, uh... Two of the podcasts you had with Alicia were really hard to get through. Um, That last one, I don't even remember what it was about. You were talking about... The Galician oil strike conspiracy? The Galician oil strike. I could not stay focused on it. I I was even trying... like I stepped down. It's like, okay, well, maybe Rise of Nations is too involved. I can't (laughs) focus on this. So I stepped it down and started playing something like FTL, and it's like, I just can't pay attention to this at all. <laughs> Are you calling FTL less engaged than Rise of Nations? Well, yeah, because I'm terrible at it, so I don't pay attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't pick a crew that I have to micromanage. I just set them on the gun, the engine, and the captain's seat, and I'm mosey on easy. And then I'd die in, like, the second sector anyway. I, I can see how that would happen. Now, the the conspiracy one, we, uh, we've we picked our, our next topic, and we're going to give ourselves a month instead of two weeks to prepare for it, which should probably help. But we were also just trying to suss out the form of it. It's fun researching conspiracies, though, so I definitely want to keep doing that. Yeah, I didn't even get to the conspiracy part. I just got to the like 15 minutes worth of explaining where oil came from. I was like, okay, this is not for me. That's fine. Did you listen to any of the, the fake news one went out, went out yesterday? Who the heck is Vinny? What Vinny is a dog that I met in Chicago at a convention. And we'll see again in a couple of weeks here, hopefully out in California. Oh, Okay. I was about to say, I'm not sure where that person came from, but yeah, that one, that one was that one was okay, um, because he because I was expecting as soon as someone says fake news, I expect it to be. I'm assuming you're recording this, or should I be recording this, or what? The I'm heck's going recording on? on my side. It's fine if this is worth picking up. Otherwise, we'll start back over. Yeah, I mean, usually when we have the conversation, I have the conversation with someone of fake news. It's the Oh, it's all Fox News spouting out fake news. It's all the conservatives spouting out fake news. And I go, I, I, uh, I didn't see any actually fake news leading up to the election. All I saw was shit journalism. <laughs> like that's all I saw leading up to it. It was just people who would see some blurb from a tweet. Or something that someone else had said, and then write a fluff piece on it. Like, I didn't see any actual journalism leading up to the election, but I also didn't see any, like, like fake, fake news. It was all, like, that Russia crap. And then it was all, oh, this tweet, and then write, like, two pages on a tweet that was said on, like, opinions that are completely ridiculous. Like, it's just there's no journalism happening. So I don't listen to the news anymore as a result of that because I think it's all bullshit. Well, at some point we'll figure out how to rest that back. But until well, that I, happens... Well, it's become 
where I like I give news sources as much credibility as I give YouTube comments at this point because that's all it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't read all that much news, so. I read very little, but every time I do, it's always incredibly disappointing. Just like all of the major news sources, like the New York Times has posted article after article of bullshit. Fox is known for it. CNN is CNN will post for-profit movies and say these are documentaries and you should make opinions based off of them. It's just like there's no research and no journalism that happens anymore. They're YouTube comments. They're people on Twitter. That's it. So with that cherry note out of the way, what else? Uh, what's this podcast thing looking like moving into the new year? Um, it got real slow for a little bit there. I wasn't putting anything out, so that makes sense. Yeah, and what you weren't putting things out, I fell off of because if a podcast doesn't put out consistently, then I kind of like put it off. So for a little while there, I was putting it off and putting it off, and then I had to listen to all of them very quickly when we decided to talk about this. So uh, got a little bit of a podcast overload. You should have known about that. We do these but, uh, once every two to six months. Yeah, no, it's 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 qu- quickly becoming like bro science. New videos every week. That's just a straight up lie that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard without it's hard without real format. Because I like doing like just spur of the moment podcasts. I don't like planning them too far in advance. And I mean we have like the movie crew reviews and that kind of stuff, but which has been our most consistent podcast by far, our most consistent segment. Well, and that's what's kind of funny is that you said uh, the Alicia podcast, you guys actually did set aside time to research the topic. Yeah, but it was a giant topic, so it didn't really... Well, okay, yeah, it might have been the topic, but I feel like the, like the movie crew is the sweet spot where you watch the movie, you step aside for like a couple of days, and then like... You just get some random. You could just get a couple of a uh, handful of facts together. Like I feel like that Alicia one felt like too deep, and it was, <laughs> and it was almost distracting. So I feel like the podcast one's like you and Matt, or uh, that you and uh Vinny one was really good, and it like it's almost better when you have like what I'm going to call the Joe Rogan effect. Where Joe Rogan and Bill Burr know just enough to be dangerous, but not enough to act like they know what they're talking about. I mean, that's sort of where we were with the the oil strike. It's just that because no one knows anything about the oil strike, there was essentially no way to call or bluff on it. Uh, the next the next one we're gonna and we did we picked that on purpose. We picked a topic that was esoteric and crazy on purpose because that that makes it easy for our first episode to sort out where the weaknesses are before we do something where someone can actually judge whether we did a good job. Uh, our next one is going to be what I am calling the Hoover tapes, even though there are no tapes involved. I just like that name. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to investigate the degree to which um, J. Edgar Hoover employed blackmail to maintain his position at the FBI. Well, 
if it's a conspiracy theory, then tapes goes synonymously with that. Because well, anyone no, who starts talking about tapes, <laughs> you it, know to saddle up. It's it's aesthetically appropriate. It's and again, it's just fun to say. It's just fun to say Hoover tapes. And now I have a folder on my laptop called Hoover tapes, which it's is currently good. which currently has one document in it called evidence in all caps, and there's nothing in it because I haven't done any research. But someday that evidence document will be loaded and will be good to go. Uh, this conspiracy thing is fun. I highly recommend finding a dumb question to ask on the internet and then diving in. Jacob is shaking his head. Uh, I, conspiracy theories are just too much for me. It's a good I mean, there, I mean, that being said, there are a handful of them that I believe, but as soon as you scratch anywhere past the surface, I just go, whoa, whoa, easy. <laughs> That's where they start getting fun. <laughs> yeah, that podcast with you, Dylan, and Mitchell, when you're sitting at a table, when you're trying to discuss the concept that uh, cause and effect are consciousness... I mean, I was, was just I, too I was much. That. that was entirely <laughs> Dylan, but yeah, the, I mean, to 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 literally reenact the question: if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around, does it make a noise? And say, no, it does not. But if the tree fell, then it is conscious enough to realize the universe around it. <laughs> But if it was standing still, then it doesn't have a conscience. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he, pulled, he pulled the ultimate article. He pulled the ultimate argument. Uh, you weren't there. <laughs> Been teaching that in creationist schools for the last twenty years. Oh my it's not god! Not an argument. I'm not you on Mars. You know, man. You weren't there. Yeah, my my conspiracy theories stop at JFK. Like, I think the JFK assassination one has a lot of ground. I think we landed on the moon, though. So it stops at the surface level conspiracy theories. I still like I still like Adam Savage's uh, when he gets asked what myth, what ultimate money is no object myth he wants to attempt to bust or not. He wants to land on the moon <laughs> to prove that we could have done it. <laughs> That's a man who has goals. <laughs> yeah. That would be a pretty good episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an hour-long special, and they like downplay the fact that he went to the moon. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, well, this is how Neil Armstrong would it. No, it's just... <laughs> They have, ja they have Jamie and Adam arguing over what strategy they should use to get to the moon. <laughs> yep. Whether to dig back out the Saturn V plans or to retrofit 3D print their way to space. I'm surprised not I'm surprised neither of them have been to space, although maybe they haven't, I just didn't notice. I don't know enough about people who have gone to space to know 
if it's you being famous or you having money that gets you into space. I don't know. I, I could see Richard Branson or one of those types bringing someone like Adam Savage onto a, onto a Virgin Galactic flight just as a publicity stunt. Yeah, maybe. Like I said, I don't like the only thing I know about astronauts is that a bunch of them were people who had nothing to lose, who were smart, who grew up in the middle of nowhere. And then there was that Ohio. <laughs> yeah. And then there was that one teacher on the, the shuttle that exploded. That's about all I know about astronauts. Oh, and there's that real awkward guy who likes to yo-yo. I see that it, it really paid off living half an hour from the largest launch pad in the United States. I mean, the rockets are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and that's, and that's more my thing anyway, because I don't idolize people like my, like one of my favorite museums I've ever been to was the O'Hare air force base in Dayton, Ohio, because I think the mechanical side of stuff is really cool. I don't, I don't much care about the people side. Adam Savage does not appear to have gone to space, although he did replicate the Martian spacesuit. All right. So he's got a spacesuit when, he's, he's when ready. time comes. Yeah. Okay. He's ready to go. Uh, I don't know how we got to this topic. What, what, Adam Savage in space? Conspiracy theories? <laughs> oh, conspiracy theories. Um, I was uh, kind of annoyed that the movie crew didn't go off during December, but... Whatever, I guess everything, everyone's life was on fire to some degree during the holidays, so... Yeah, that podcast will go out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had the substitute Nicole cast. We did. And then we had the extra podcast afterwards where we talked about White Christmas for as long as you can physically talk about White Christmas. And then uh, we just talked about other stuff, so... It's kind of a trip to the moon situation. There's just... There's just not that much going on to talk about, so... Yeah. Let's... I mean, White Christmas, it's a... It's musical. a musical play, and, uh... So, what are you gonna recount? Like, I'm curious to see what you are going to recount, because it's not like you can walk through the dances. That we refer to them. But, yeah, it's... And it's like uh, reviewing a comedy. Like, what are you gonna do? Just tell all the jokes? Yeah! <laughs> We actually talk about that that we don't have any, that we don't have all that many comedies on the list. Well, because it's, I mean, it's very it like what it's um you run into the same issue that uh, food shows have in Japan. There are like two words to describe how good food is in Japan. So when something's good, you use both of those words, and you can't really talk about a comedy in a nuanced way. It's it's like even audiophile websites have more descriptors to talk about uh, audio equipment. Most of it's made up because Mouth they're feel. looking, uh, most of it's made up because they're scraping for words to use to make it sound different. But um, like movie, like when you're talking about a comedy, it's like, Oh, the way he sets up his jokes are really nuanced. I think you could go a little bit. I actually did want to pick a stand-up routine for a movie crew review at one point. Because uh, I, w- I want to try to do that. I want to try to break down a thing I like feel, that. I feel like you'd have to do a Carlin or a uh, Louis C.K. I'm trying to think of some, like, because I don't think 
Bill Burr would work for that. No, I pick Ron White. I don't. You pick Ron White for oh, that yeah, with the 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 tater salad, the classic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because there's that joke can be broken down. Like that joke has so many parts. There is there's total, and it wouldn't just be that one joke. Ron White's whole style is interesting because his initial appeal was to a group of people that he doesn't really relate to at all, um, and he yeah. had to evolve it beyond. Ron White is probably one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, and doing Brian Regan would be impossible because it's too he's too physical to be able to discuss. You have to see him. Well, I mean, it would be essentially a requirement of anyone listening that they had actually seen the skit in question. Challenge accepted. I don't watch any of the movies you guys reveal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't you end up watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of all things? Yes, I did. Yeah, for some reason that one was, because it was available on Amazon, and I was surfing for something on Amazon. I'm like, oh, I guess I could sit and watch this. I can't believe that's the one you picked of all the movies. I didn't watch the... You watched, like, the first movie ever, A Trip to the Moon. Yep. I mean, I've I've seen the... Uh, I never watched that movie. Uh, it was too long. It's 11 minutes. I, I did watch uh, the Smashing Pumpkins video for... 1976 or whatever, uh, which is a take on that movie. It's only three minutes long, so. Okay. It just shows the band on some ridiculous Zeppelin, and they step off onto the moon. I think that's what happened to that movie. Yeah, that's that works. That, yeah. That tells you almost everything you need to know. Did they have a, the best part of the whole movie, did they have a statue of a wizard with giant hands? believe so okay <laughs> just build your own door i almost did one time it's a lot of work gotta just go to home depot get that pink foam get that the not the pink the purple insulation foam and you cobble together a door and then you stuff that into the door jam all curtains all curtains beaded curtains there. no this would be terrible <laughs> That would be the worst. <laughs> like, I felt make, like I almost... No, but you make them out of foam, that way they're sound absorbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> foam beads. <laughs> so they stick to you on the way out? Yeah. That would be, it's, that would be terrible. <laughs> I wonder how much curtaining you would need to equate to a door. What do you mean, like, for sound deadening reasons? Yeah. Depends on the material. Because you can buy heavy-ass material that's about as good as those uh, those foam squares with the ridges in them. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got right behind the... Actually, no, I guess this stuff is that stuff. This is all... This is sound dampening, curtaining. It's thick. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. I walked into uh, Amy's house, uh, Mitchell's sister's house, the other night for trivia. And she had, like, and her house has, like, paint on all the walls. And that's, like, after living in this house, it literally, like, strikes me when I see someone with, like, an even paint job in their house. Like, ooh, these guys are these guys are doing pretty well. Like, that's, like, my metric now. <laughs> like, you walk into your house and go, wow, this person must be floundering. What? No, no, no. No, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. It's just clearly she's got, like... Clearly, she's got money to spare. She has, like, paint. 
Like that's that's my new that's my new threshold for excessive luxury. Is if your walls are like painted. <sighs> Paint costs money, man. That's unacceptable. It doesn't cost much. Costs too much. I could be getting more subwoofers with that money. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah, I think I'm going to start doing other things besides buying things with my money. I haven't been doing anything with my money. I've just been sort of piling it. That's um, pretty good. So I so told you myself... you buy an like, R8 yet? An R8. Did yourself a used... Jet Set Businessman car? Oh. No. If I was going to buy a stupid car, uh, there's a Catrum dealer down the road. Solid. <laughs> Alright. I'd go buy myself something really, like, really silly. <laughs> but if I was going to do that, I would just buy a kit car. And build it so I'm I'm gonna buy a boring utility vehicle and then just have project cars. Oh, BUV. Yeah. <laughs> so like an Astro is that a BUV? No. Oh, okay. That's I will never be seen driving an Astro. <laughs> Heads up. Not even with the windows walled in. Uh, unless I'm homeless, it's not going to happen. Uh, like, you aren't homeless. You own an Astro, my friend. Oh, my God. You are good to go. Uh, which I guess I might, uh, depending on my situation. So if I decide to move to Chattanooga, I'm going to be probably buying Dad's RV off of him and then buying a plot of land and then building a house while I live in an RV. So I don't, right. I don't know if that qualifies for you. These for your these people have money because the RV technically has four painted walls, but it is an RV. What's cool about Chattanooga? I really like the city. Oh, okay, <laughs> why? What's it got? Uh, it's got trees and rivers, and the people are cool, <laughs> and uh, it's got all of the neat city things. But it's not a huge city. See, like, L.A. has all the city stuff, but you have to drive for about three and a half hours in any direction to get out of L.A. and get away from the horrible, shitty people. Um, San Francisco has lost all of its uh, luster. It's just kind of, like, boring and lifeless now that the the compy nerds have taken over. Um, plus, it's way too expensive. I haven't been to Seattle, so I can't say much about that. Um, it has like a like I feel like Chattanooga has like an like a New York like a Manhattan City vibe, except it has like a twentieth of the number of people. So that is a, that is a smaller number. Plus, it has a dope aquarium, <laughs> so I'm game with that. <laughs> Why? How much does how much does land cost out there? Uh, not much. <laughs> What would you? What would you be? Do you have any idea how much you would be able to get away with? I mean, I can buy a two thousand square foot house on an acre and a half of land for like two hundred and twenty. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> and it's 
And if you want to get away from the city, it's like a 15-minute drive in any direction, and you're in forest. Plus, you've got, like, Knoxville is, like, an hour-and-a-half drive one direction, and then an hour-and-a-half drive the other direction is Nashville. And you're in, like, the middle of the state, so road trips are real easy to do. Where's the Where's the nearest airport to it? I think there's an... I think the nearest big one is going to be Knoxville or Nashville. It's it's about an hour and a half drive for a big airport. I think Chattanooga has a puddle jumper airport. Chattanooga Metropolitan. Yeah, they do have an airport, but I feel because I remember when I lived there, Lenon came and visited me, and she flew into Knoxville for a reason. I feel like this might be a really, really small airport. Oh, probably. Oh, I've flown out of there before. I believe. Either that or I'm having flashbacks to something I never actually did. (laughs) (laughs) Having some of that Vujah Day talked about in the comedy world. It appears to be fairly expensive to fly out of there. Okay, yeah, and... uh, when you click on the airlines and destinations, it looks like they have about four places they fly to. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all one. They're, none of these are nonstop flights. I've just been looking at. Uh... So okay, so realistically, what it is is also their map. I don't know if you should trust this airport. Their map puts Orlando where um, Tallahassee is. All right, mine doesn't, but. It's... Um, it puts Detroit, Michigan in Ohio. I don't know which map you're looking at, but uh, it doesn't I sound very reliable. To the official Chattanooga Airport website. <laughs> you know, generally on, in this direction. And, and clicked on the airport info, and then clicked on, uh, where the heck is it? Uh, airlines and Destinations. And these dots are nowhere near where these places actually are. According to this map, Atlanta, Georgia is about 100 miles north of where it actually is. Yeah, the airport. You'd have to go through Atlanta, Georgia. I have to imagine that's probably their most common flight. Because as soon as you get to Atlanta, Georgia, you can go anywhere. Were you, like, doing whitewater raft guiding in Chattanooga? I was in a... Okoe, which is like 30 minutes uh, right of there. Oh, okay. I think they call that east. I'm assuming you got enough for a podcast in there. What? Oh, yeah, probably. At least a short blurb podcast. Something like that. I don't know. You want to play a game? Sure. That call was work trying to get me to go in and uh not really feeling like that (laughs) (laughs) he said oh but you'll get tomorrow off and i go okay well i'll work for four hours today so i can get tomorrow off and not get paid (laughs) deal (laughs) (laughs) like tempting all right i'll switch over i'll hop over to the other pc I'm amazed. They, like, I didn't update Skype, but it hasn't crashed yet. <sighs> Miracles do come true. Maybe 2017 I, you, will be better. And you know what's funny? 
I uh, uh, remember how I was having all those problems with Company of Heroes, and then I dug through and just uninstalled anything that isn't my OS or Steam, and then Company of Heroes magically started to work again. Hmm. I'm curious if there was some bullshit uh, piece of uh, software that was screwing up my computer. Probably. And one of the things I uninstalled was iTunes. <gasps> so it was Apple. That's entirely possible. I would believe that. <clears throat> it was Apple. I, that's, I'm not going to fight you on that. All right, I'll be on Discord in a minute. All right.